0: This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Please visit audiblepodcast.com slash G-O-T for your free audiobook download. Welcome to the Game of Thrones podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for Game of Thrones on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron, And we are spinning the wheels back up for season five. Whoop, 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 (laughs) whoop. We, uh... Kaboom! (laughs) Flip the switch and we're hoping there's no repairs that need done uh, before this thing will take off. But who knows? Uh, We're doing a season five preview. Talk about kind of where everybody is at. We're doing
1: two previews.
0: This one. One which I can't participate in. Is
1: is the uh, Mm non-spoiler section just for the non-book readers. Next week. This is
0: the one you can't participate in. (laughs) Essentially.
1: Nice little dichotomy there. Uh, The yin and the yang. Uh, Next week we're going to do, same day on this Tuesday, we're going to do a spoiler section. And it turns out I, I did a call for feedback in a stunning reversal of what's normally occurs, 95% of feedback was spoilery. So we got huh. a pretty light in 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 the way of feedback here. I don't know whether as the show rolls on, more and more people are just like, fuck it, I'm reading the books.
0: Probably, yeah. Uh,
1: or only the people that are really involved uh, when Game of Thrones are looking two weeks out. Uh, that could be it, too. So, but now, next week we'll have uh, the, the spoiler cast. Mm-hmm. We also have kind of a change in our format this year. You know, last year we went full time on this gig and, you know, we enhanced things. We added the the uh, the instant takes, mm-hmm. which we're going to continue doing this year. We also added the popular tinfoil section to the to the spoiler section where I talk about the latest crazy theory from Reddit and kind of illuminate it with text and all that stuff. Uh, this. The problem with that is that it took forever on a double <laughs> podcast day. Like I worked sometimes till seven, eight o'clock at night and then editing it and get it and released. What I'm doing is I'm going to bust out the spoiler section into its own podcast. Still on this feed. It's still going to be on this feed. But and I'll appropriately warn people like, you know, this is the spoiler only just don't, you know, and, and you'll have opportunity to shut it off and all that stuff. But um, that's going to give me an extra couple of days to come up with that tinfoil. Mm hmm and you know really work on the uh, the script and 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 get to do some things cuz like last year there's a couple times when i had a, a less busy week that i tried to get like audio from the audiobooks instead of me reading passages
0: yeah, sounds like a good idea
1: get Roy Deutris Deut- 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 to to read that for us he's a pro and he's awesome at it but i just couldn't get all that editing done this is going to give me the time to do that and as a bonus um i'm going to release a video version of this Uh, what I'm going to call the spoiler cast, uh, where I'm going to take essentially the tinfoil section of the podcast, cut video and um, images from the wiki of Ice and Fire, and from the DVD extras. If you've ever seen any of the DVDs or Blu-rays, you know that they have really beautiful like charcoal pencil illustrations of some of the mythology of Game of Thrones. I'm going to use those where appropriate with sound clips, with uh, clips from the audiobooks, And turn that into like a 10, 15-minute video for each week. It's an expanded. Release that on Thursday night for the uh, premium members only. Mm -hmm. And then release the entire audio for everything uh, in the spoiler cast. that comes out Friday for everyone for free. Cool. Um, Now, your ears might perk up. It's like, what's this premium stuff? If you haven't listened to us since last year, we actually have a new Club Bald Move that Jim and I uh, went in on uh, on on club.baldmove.com. And for as low as a dollar a month, you can sign up, and what you get is video versions of our podcast. We record them live in studio, so if you want to get the very freshest instant take, literally minutes after Game of Thrones is over, you can tune in and watch us record the podcast. Mm -hmm. Watch us record the full version of the podcast. You'll be access these spoilers, uh, video extras, and a bunch of other stuff you can find out on club.baldmove.com. Ad-free feeds sure that's cool who doesn't want that that's, that's nice yeah we've got that's a, worth a buck a month we right? got a
0: loaded ad slate this year so if you don't want to hear those yeah uh, sign up for club bald move
1: um but a, a caveat is i don't know if i'm actually going to be able to execute on a spoiler section every week mm. because i just have no idea how long it's gonna take i'm gonna do one of the ones from last year as a demo this next week So that'll give me a good idea, but I reserve the right to say this is going to be an every third week kind of thing or whatever. Um, Also, I'm very nervous about having a tinfoil theory for all 10 episodes because... (laughs) Fuck you, George. If you'd have put a gun to my head, I would have bet my life that the Winds of Winter would have been out by now, and there would be tons of new theories and speculations. I only have about four or five that I have ideas for. If you'd like uh, to have me cover a particular tinfoil theory or, you know, uh, Valerian steel theory, I kind of do them both and call them all tinfoil. Send that in to Game of Thrones at BaldMove.com because I could really use my hopper to be full on that stuff. But Yeah, yeah, some some cool changes, I think, uh, for the better, more expanded, more more detailed stuff for like the book knowledge, thirsty people. I'm still going to remain spoiler free. So unfortunately
0: you I can't help you with any of this. Stuff. I know that's,
1: it's like a total solo <laughs> act, which is the other reason why it sucks so hard. But yeah, um, yeah, but it's also one of the more fun things I did last year. So, you know, cool. doing more video stuff. I've kind of flexed my video muscle editing muscles a little bit earlier this year. So mm-hmm. hoping I can, could make something compelling for people.
0: Yeah. And streamline that process. So it doesn't take you 15 hours. Sure. Every week. Uh okay, why don't we start talking about where we left off last season?
1: I think it's a good idea, good refresher. Kind of go around and see where where we're at with all these characters.
0: Yeah, I went through and I rewatched season four before well, we did this. Before we
1: get to that, can I let's let's talk about um some just broadly interesting things that I think book readers and non book readers are like are interested in.
0: Okay, like what?
1: The fact that George R. R. Martin has confirmed that uh, the series is going to overtake the books this very season. Now, seems... I know you don't have a dog in this fight, but I think everyone kind of has an opinion. It seems like a problem to and, me. Yeah. And, and seeing him over the last 16 months or so, I feel like I observed a man going through the five stages of grief. <laughs> First, it was denial. No, I, you know, there's no way. There's so much more material. I'm so far ahead. It's not going to happen. Then it was bargaining. Yeah. HBO will do 10 seasons or maybe a movie or some other way to put this off and he's, I'll put out another book for you guys. Yeah, or yeah, a yeah. Different book. Maybe I'll need eight books. Um been <laughs> essentially he's come around to acceptance in the last month or so where he's just basically like, yeah. I'm not aware of any time in history that something like this has happened where the adaptation <laughs> becomes the original material. He's just trying to get in the Guinness Book of
0: World Records.
1: <laughs> Uh, but he seems like uh, he, he does deny that one will be a betrayal of the other or it's going to essentially ruin, you know, one thing will ruin the experience of the other. How do you feel as a show first person with the knowledge that this one of the reasons the show is so great is it has chosen to really adhere closely to the source material. How do you feel about the fact that we're going into uncharted territories with the double D's?
0: I'm certainly worried. Uh, I I do have a lot of faith that. They can make an excellent show, but all of that faith is based on the material the stuff they've shown the me history. already, which is based solely on the books, sure um coming up with new things and even if even if Martin gives them you know an outline, a framework to work within, I still am slightly worried that it's not really Martin shaping the future of this series so much as it is uh-huh. the double ds and and I, I don't know that it's a bad thing, but it does worry me. It's not f- like I'm saying these guys can't handle the pressure.
1: Sure, uh, this is the first year that Martin has not wrote an episode for Game of Thrones, so he's not in. He didn't writing, write anything. He, no, he's he because he, he <laughs> Good God he, he just can't. Took he's a break. canceled almost everything to fit presumably finish the Winds of Winter.
2: Yeah,
0: he needs to.
1: Uh, I would have been pissed if he had spent time in the writers' room and writing more up. I mean, it's kind of ball- ballsy enough when he does these anthologies and the World of Ice and Fire and all this other yeah. crap. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just I I just feel like even as a guy who has no investment in the books because I'm never going to read them. Yeah, uh,
0: I just it worries me because the the vision has been so singular mm-hmm. uh, around Martin that now spreading that out amongst other people is slightly scary.
1: Yeah, and it seems like just from a book reader perspective, looking at these trailers, I can already see way more deviations from. Huh. plot and characterization than has ever occurred in probably all the other seasons combined. I you know, I mean I have no idea what to break it down, but if like 25% of this is entirely new material or sub uh different material, mm-hmm. that's certainly a much higher percentage than's happened years before. And then this yeah. is the last like there's some credible reports that says the Winds of Winter might not even be ready to like more of early 2017, which means the next wow. season will be 100% 100. new material and yep. that Seems like a crazy world to live in. Two
0: or three books left that he says He's, he's got, two got two more
1: books. there has got The Winds more. of Winter okay. and then supposedly the last one will be called A Dream of Spring.
0: Okay. Uh, interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. It's scary at, uh, at the best.
1: Yeah. So I just want to talk about that. Uh, obviously, uh, if, you, if you're a book reader, I'd love to hear what your opinions are on that as well. Uh, that We can consider next week in the spoiler section. Uh, but I want to get, talk about that up front. Now we can kind of go through the overview of the material
0: okay i think i'm gonna start with my most beloved character who's Tyrion. Mm. uh Tyrion and varus have kind of teamed up at the end of this to to some degree
1: by necessity like i don't yeah. necessarily think i mean do you think that the varus planned that or it's like oh the bells are tolling what did you do you crazy crazy imp man i thought
0: he, he must have planned it um If it's just a coincidence that he runs up to the back entrance to the king's chamber, yeah, I don't know.
1: No, that, but do you think he planned on getting on the ship with Tyrion?
0: I feel like he did, yeah. I don't...
1: I felt like it was a reaction to, like, uh, you know, he knew that he was going to let him out. He had no idea he was going to have the epic confrontation. Hmm. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know about the epic confrontation,
0: but I think... I, I thought Varys was kind of in bed with Tyrion uh, after the trial where he's like, uh, yes, unfortunately, I can't forget, or I do remember, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, all his promises. Well, there's
1: like, I'll help you out of jail, and then there's, I have to flee for King's Landing for my life. Sure. Uh, may- maybe he wasn't actually going to get on that boat,
0: but now that the king is dead, he kind of needs to. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not certain, but... I don't Any know, ideas I
1: of a destination?
0: I, no, I have no idea. so I've seen the previews where he gets... Tyrion basically gets poured out of this box, uh, which says he's on the run, so it can't be somewhere where he would be recognized, I guess, Mm. which is a tall order, considering who he is and what he
1: looks like. He's very visually distinctive. Yes.
0: Uh... It must be somewhere far away from... It, it's potentially outside of Westeros. Or, well, I don't know what Westeros is. Is Westeros the main island? Yeah, Westeros
1: is the vaguely uh, Great Britain-shaped island uh, continent that so, most of the action And then takes Essos place. is the other... Essos is the, yeah, the, the land other landmass the land mass that's over uh, okay, to I, the Okay, he the could east. potentially
0: be going that direction. Because mm-hmm. um, he's got to get out of the vicinity of people who know him.
1: What do you think his role is going to be because you know Tyrion has always yeah. been kind of front and center of the plot moving forward I mean Definitely. his kidnapping by uh Cat in the first season started arguably uh the uh, the, the 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 clash of kings mm-hmm. uh him being the royal advisor in season 2 he took a very central role um I mean he's always been like a very main plot do you think they can continue that Going forward, or do you think that he might be? It's going to be tough. Seat.
0: Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't know. So they've kind of done Tyrion on the run before. They did after he got the, in the Battle of Blackwater. Uh-huh. He got his face all mangled up, and he was kind of relegated to uh, a back seat a little bit. Uh-huh. But then he kind of jumped right back into the limelight sure. fairly quickly. So if they do it again, I feel like it's going to have to be a longer, uh a longer time out of the view of everyone. Hmm. And I'm not looking forward to that because I do thoroughly enjoy him on the screen.
1: Sure. I mean, he's a solid gold character.
0: Yeah. Uh So I, I don't know. And, and we'll see. I'm, I'm sure Varys is going to like, there's nothing that I know of yet that connects Varys to this in any way. So Varys doesn't necessarily have to stay with him the whole time he could go roaming around and doing like meeting with Tyrion and kind of doing some work for Tyrion, uh, doing some work for himself Mm -hmm. because like that's a very ominous scene when he's in the throne room and I think it's Oberyn is talking to him and asking Mm -hmm. what he wants and he just looks at the throne. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I don't know how he could possibly end up on the throne,
1: but he wants more power than he has definitely. And to what end? I mean, that's something I've always debated. Like what is, what's really important to him? Yeah, we know it's not sex. Yeah, well, presumably. <laughs> a, well,
0: he said he's never had desires for anything. Well, uh, says male or he says a lot of He says a lot of things. That's and
1: true. and I, I don't think that we've ever had the, uh, you know, visual confirmation that the bits are gone. Like, this could be an elaborate, yeah. you know, bait and switch.
0: Sure it could. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I think he has his sights set on some kind of power. Much like Littlefinger does. Mm-hmm. I think they're kind of uh, sort of kinship there. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, And maybe, who knows, maybe he'll work with Littlefinger.
1: Well, that was one of the shocking things last year, the re- revelation uh, that Littlefinger has essentially been behind every significant thing that's happened in Westeros. Yeah. Uh, he, is the, he is the Michael Corleone of Westeros.
0: He's the puppet master, definitely.
1: So him and Varys have always had like a rivalry?
0: Yeah, yeah. You're thinking that it seems somehow like
1: they could uh, ally, huh? Ally potentially,
0: but I don't know that they would ever trust each other, especially Varys trusting Littlefinger. That makes the most interesting of allies. <laughs>
1: That's the what most they would say of interesting allies.
0: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, speaking of Littlefinger, let's talk about him. Sure. Let's uh, move on to Sansa and Littlefinger, who I'm going to take as a a couple here. I don't know if they're officially a couple, but it looks like, like they might. They be. are
1: at the finish line of of Sansa's care, uh, story as far as the books are concerned. Okay. So we got maybe a couple more POV chapters worth of material to deal with her, but I am uh, might be a little freer about speculating on her this year because I truly have no idea where they're going. All right. Uh, that's good. That'll give you
0: some excitement going forward in the series. Uh, so Sansa, at the end of this, is kind of Littlefinger's makeshift Lady of the Veil, vale, I guess. Is that what they're called? Is that what the the she's up at whatever that mountaintop the castle is the eerie she's I guess now gonna rule over that I would assume given her lineage yeah but that she somehow inherits that or well Robin does but Robin's sent off to die at the end of this essentially Mm. I mean Littlefinger is telling him go out in the world uh learn to fly no he's gonna learn to die (laughs) very
1: quickly What is what is Sansa's status at the end of last season? She's looking like a bird. I don't know. No, I know that. But what is her? (laughs) What? Who knows her identity?
0: Obviously, Littlefinger. Uh Um, and the council that was at the Erie.
1: So they they know. Okay, so they did. They 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 revealed that info. Yeah. Um, I don't know because so Peter is the Lord Paramount. He's kind of like the I I guess he would be in the Cersei spot as far as the overall like she's not queen, but she's acting that way until her son comes of age. Now that uh, Tywin is dead, Mm -hmm. uh, then, you know, she's kind of like queen. In fact, do you think that Littlefinger with the lords of the the veil, do you think he's going to be able to work that arrangement over on them?
0: I think so. Hmm. I don't think these people are nearly as formidable strategically as a little finger. Okay. Um, especially a little finger Sansa. If if he's got her on his side, which it looks like he does near the end of this season, uh, I think that tag team is going to take on anybody from the Vale. Or is that what it's called? The Vale? The Vale, yeah. That area? Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: the interesting thing about the Vale uh, is that it is one of the few areas of the kingdom that has been untouched by war. I think Dorne would yeah, be the other area. Yeah, because he
0: basically can't get in there.
1: <laughs> well, not only that, but they've you know, Kat refused to, or Kat's sister refused any calls to Banner and supports. She uh, just stayed up in the Erie because she's all you know, yeah. sweet Robin on her tit and make sure he's protected. Uh, so you've sure. got a fairly rich, prosperous uh, region that is not committed any of its forces to any side of the conflict. That ain't nothing. That's in, in a war an asset torn for
0: for Littlefinger. I'm certain. Sure. Okay. So it's going to be interesting there. Uh, Let's stick up in that area with Brienne and Podrick. Okay. I assume that Brienne is still going to be on her way to the Eerie. I think that's her next destination now that
1: Arya has kind of run off. You don't think she'll Uh, go off on a a try to find Arya type expedition? Oh, I
0: think she is, but I think that's her first stop. Like If if I'm looking for her, that's my first stop.
1: Hmm. What do you think (laughs) is going to happen there?
0: Who greets uh, her at the door? Man, I think she finds Sansa. I really think she finds Sansa there, uh-huh. and that sets off some other event, uh, some other crusade across the damn the fool nation. idealistic. Probably,
1: yeah. right? They usually well, are. well. It is Brienne. That's kind of it, that's
0: her motto. Yeah, that's <laughs> one
1: of her like character traits. Damn fool, uh-huh. idealistic. Okay, and Podrick is going to be
0: continue to be Podrick. You know, sure, Pod the Rod. Just, messing some things up showing his competence in other areas we'll see uh but that's where i think they're going as far as aria is concerned we know that Arya is headed out to bravos on a boat right now she handed in her iron coin thing that she mm-hmm. was given by the faceless guy mm-hmm. or whatever the faceless whatever his name man is yeah sure yeah faceless man the faceless what guys of
1: Bravos they are famous <laughs> throughout faceless dudes of Bravos the planetos for being killers uh-huh what what is
0: his name he's got a name Jack and Hagar Jack and Hagar okay uh yeah so she's on a boat on her way to Bravos I don't I really just have no guess where that leads no guess uh because she's never been there I don't think she knows anybody there mm-hmm. uh
1: I don't even know if people would know who she is there. Mm-hmm. But she got, she did pay the the iron coin, the iron price. She did. That's the only
0: that's that's the lead that's going to take her on the next leg of her journey. I'm certain. Right. But what that is, I have no idea. All right. Now, obviously, she wants to kill uh-huh. a giant list of people. Sure. So I'm sure that will guide her actions. Uh-huh. But I don't even know
1: where she starts because she's not. She's not equipped. She's not even really that good of a killer, anyway. Exactly. Yeah, like we've seen, like she's partially trained as a water dancer or whatever the hell that is, a fencer essentially uh-huh. with her needle. But she's continually outclassed. The only way she beats people is through guile. This them underestimating her. Yeah. Um. But like a straight up fight, she just doesn't have the strength and training to to do anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Maybe maybe she'll find one of the people on her list there and kind of begin her journey okay like just kind of come across that person like she did with the the person who had her sword sure i could see that uh the hound i think is dead okay but who the fuck knows really uh except for people who've read the books Uh, i'm just going on the assumption that he's dead okay um there's several other people i mean there are a lot of people who are dead
1: tywin's dead that was interesting. On the uh, Blu-rays, uh, they had a 30-minute special feature where one of the executive producers sat down with everyone who died last season, the actors, and talked about their art. Did arc. they conduct this interview in a football stadium? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was a surprising amount of people. I mean, it was a well, yeah. it was a very round table. Uh, I would want to say like a dozen. Wow. I mean, you had like, uh, you know, the thing, guys you automatically know of like, you know, Tywin, Charles Dance, and Joffrey. But- was the Hound in that group? And and uh <laughs> you know, now that I think of it, the hound was not in that group. Oh god damn it. Uh you had uh, what's his face from door um Oberon, yeah. But then you had a lot of people you probably forgot about, like um, you know, uh Grin, who's one of Sam's or Sam and John's buddies. Gets Up. the arrow to the neck, yeah. He gets uh uh he, he gets crushed by a giant is what that guy got. What? Oh, oh, it's a different guy who gets... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other guy gets there. So, so that, that guy wasn't there, too. So you can't draw too many conclusions about who or who was or okay, wasn't. Okay,
0: because he's definitely dead.
1: Yeah, like I said, Egret was there. Shay was mm-hmm. there. Um, but yeah, it was a really interesting interview about when they found out. And they had some really, really funny stories between, especially about Charles Dance, because I guess everyone, in fact, was afraid <laughs> of him okay. on set, because he's kind of got that presence. Um, but then the yeah. guy who plays Oberon, whose name escapes me right now, who seems like a really cool dude talked about filming the orgy scene that Tywin <laughs> kind of walks in on. And I guess one of the, Hilarious. one of the actresses refused to wear clothes at any point, like even in like the green room scenes. And he talked about okay. Charles waiting for his makeup in his kind of like suit and tie reading to the, the New York times right next to this <laughs> naked woman and being very uncomfortable about it. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, it's, 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 uh, some cool stuff on there, hmm. but yeah, a lot of people died. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know the name of Brand's friend. Jojen? Jojen. Yeah, he died. Uh, got a fireball to the face.
1: Well, he... Among the other multi-stage, things. multi-stage, yeah. <laughs> the fireball was the final. <laughs> like, starvation started it. Uh, a knife to the guts <laughs> had him well on the way, and then, yeah. Yep. He had a pretty funny interview, because he was interviewed in that thing, too, and he's like, he kept reading the script... And he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm I weakening, but oh, <laughs> stabbed repeatedly. Oh, ah, fuck, fireballed. Like, yeah, <laughs> Molotov cocktailed. Yeah, awesome.
0: Uh, Jora, no, 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 no. Wait, before we go over there uh, to the other side of the water here, let's talk about Jamie and Cersei. Right. Uh, Cersei, like you said earlier, is still kind of queen, kind of queen regent there. Um, I, it, it was will be never interesting consummated see what exact, between
1: What'll exactly happen with this? Because Tywin is dead and he was the absolute the unquestioned ruler yeah. of the Iron Throne, even though he does, wasn't technically the ruler. Now he's gone. It's totally a battle for a New King. I don't know his name.
0: Tommen. Tommen. To- totally a battle for Tommen, and I think the Marjorie, Marjorie, and Cersei. Sure.
1: So that was the only. It was Marjorie, Cersei,
0: Cersei, and Tywin. Sure. Uh, and I thought Tywin was going to win that.
1: Do you think Tywin's power vacuum would would open it up for a third or fourth ho- horse in that race?
0: Varys. <laughs> no, I think I think yes, it definitely does. Because, hmm. like you said, he ruled with an iron fist or an iron hand, whatever right. you want to say. And yeah, I, I could see people trying to move in. But right now it's Jamie or sorry, not Jamie and Cersei. Cersei and Marjorie. Sure. Uh I think Marjorie has the firmer grasp on Tommen's nuts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh inappropriate metaphor? Uh oh, with come ages, on. But in yeah, Game sure. of Thrones no, yeah, I, there I, are no inappropriate metaphors. That's, that's a solid point. Solid point. Uh, uh I I liked how they played that. And they gotta be careful because they might end up like going too far and be like Americans level creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what they did with her, you know, the seducing is very impressioning. And... Yes, it's like I thought was just pitch perfect.
0: Yes, I agree. Uh, the other kind of wild card here is Jamie. I don't know what Jamie does now that Tywin is dead. I mean, obviously, he's still the hand of the, not the hand of the king, the king's guard. Mm-hmm. He's going to be protecting Tommen, but I, I don't know what his role is here other than be the guy who stands in the throne room protecting Tommen.
1: I have no idea either because this is very different from what he, you know, like uh, there's a lot of, this is one of the points where the, the, the books diverge. What he appears to be doing in these uh, trailers does not match up at all with what I think he's doing in the books. I have some ideas, so I'm not going to speculate, but there again, it's one of the things where I might be a little bit freer to speculate because who the hell knows?
0: Yeah. I, I do definitely want to see him continue his left-handed training with, mm. uh,
1: working on the, the sword. i don't what is his Braun. name Braun. brawn
0: oh god they're all the same i <laughs> forgot about this fucking show uh yeah Braun.
1: they're all the same how is Braun the same brawn as- Bran, bravos davos oh, like all
0: of this fucking brian brian is Br- just
1: a french pronunciation of brawn
0: <laughs> 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 sure uh i guess we should talk about bran now that we brought him up
1: yeah yeah, shredded and shredded wheat.
0: Uh, he found some old dude in a tree. Old dude in a tree who is pretty much the three-eyed crow, but I don't know anything else about him. Mm-hmm. Like they made it clear that he has been watching Bran the whole time. I gotta
1: say, that's one of the hopes I have that they recast uh, old crusty white dude because <laughs> he is not he is not even close to cutting it as what my vision of the three-eyed raven would be.
0: Yeah, I I would say. If you can grow a beard as impressive as <laughs> the guy in the fucking tree,
1: uh-huh. they need to recast him. Yeah, you can't just have an old man in a diaper with a scraggly no. white beard. I've That's seen, you showed work.
0: me the, the, I don't know if it was,
1: yeah, like, it was fit, alpha it,
0: artwork or something. I think it,
1: but, it, I think it actually came from Fantasy Flight, so it's semi-official oh, okay. for, for their board games and, and their card games. It looked much cooler than some old dude in a tree. Sure. I, and then this is the show that just recast, you know, uh, Understudio Nyquilis, uh, Bald-Facely. Yeah. Uh, and, same and the thing mountain. with Beric Dondarrion, like, The Mountain. Like, if there's something not working, they will keep working on it until they get it right. Yeah. Which I, for one, admire. I, I hate the fact that some shows chain themselves to weak decisions, but this place is just sure. like, you know. So I kind of wish they'd shown him a little bit more shadowy if they were thinking about doing that, or they ran out of budget, or for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I was pissed watching the making of and how much time they spent making the ice zombies and skeletons look really cool and the technology they use. And I'm like, fucking Saruman the dingy couldn't get a little love? <laughs> I mean, yeah. what the hell? I'm with you. It just looks like an old guy. In what, a tree. Is, what is Brand doing up in that tree?
2: I, man, making
0: Keebler, Keebler cookies? This is the part where all fantasy falls apart. Who knows what the fuck he's <laughs> doing in there? It could be literally anything. I don't know what kind he of magic they have. He could be
1: the song to unforge the
0: world. <laughs> Certainly, he could be creating the halo. I don't know. Like <laughs> fucking,
1: who cares? He could be forging the one true sword of absolutely Brienne's twat to that, pull forth as a virgin, virginal, a uh, uh, pure youth. This old guy can
0: look through the eyes of crows, and his kids can shoot fireballs, and they've been around for <laughs> thousands of years and still look like kids. I don't fucking know, and I don't okay. care honestly oh, right all i right. don't care brand story is the wild card that i'm sure is going to be a huge part of the show hmm. and i'm sure it's going to have massive impact on the you know the white walkers and the north and all that stuff but ultimately like i can't even guess at how it's going to happen can't even guess
1: all right so well, i will enough <laughs> all right so this week our sponsor is audible um and you can get a, a free preview of their services by using our affiliate link at uh, audiblepodcast.com slash G-O-T slash GOT. And, you know, they've been a longtime sponsor of Bald Move. But one thing that's been very really frustrating for me is we've never gotten a sponsorship during Game of Thrones season. <laughs> Do you know why it's been frustrating? Why is that? Because the what's pertinent to this audience is they have every one of Martin's works completely unabridged, read uh, by Roy Dotrice, who, if you don't know, he actually had a cameo in season two. He was the crazy pyromancer, the old pyromancer talking about wildfire Okay. Tyrion. Uh-huh. Um, and he is like the man of a thousand voices. He does a great job recording it. But again, the only way I was able to catch up last season, because I kind of made the dec- decision to read Feast and Dance with Dragons, is with the help of Audible. Because I... I'll make no bones about it. I'm a read-first guy. I prefer the read. I'm a faster reader. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I was commuting and I was trying to catch up, like, I could read until my eyes crossed and I passed out at night. (laughs) With my Kindle, wake up and use the WhisperSync platform that Audible supports. Mm -hmm. Uh, As soon as I got in my car, it would know exactly where I left off the night before and start reading to me. Yeah. I get home and the cycle repeats in reverse, like, no matter where you're at, the whisper sync technology keeps you synchronized, whether you're reading or whether you're being read to. Yeah. Again, it's really the, cool. The, you know, sometimes audiobooks can be a mixed bag, and I've talked about that before, but the ones for Game of Thrones are universally excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really, really good dramatic readings, and you'll be hearing some of the excerpts from that in the weeks and com- uh, if you're a spoiler person, because I'm going to be pulling, instead of me reading the books mm-hmm. and the pertinent passages, I'm going to be using that. Um again, all five books in unabridged format uh really talented reader to uh the, who who really inhabits all the characters with great um you know very great characterizations i can't say enough good things about it Jim, how did they go and get their free trial uh
0: again you can go to audiblepodcast.com slash g o t and you will be prompted to sign up you just follow the instructions there and you get a free audiobook download and one of those audiobooks can be yep any Game book Ther- you want. Any book you yeah. want. Any book you want. Sure. And and definitely, I think that's a good suggestion for this audience. Go yeah. go check out the books. I'm going to even do that myself, honestly. Like, I I said that I wouldn't read these things, um, but I think I might listen to them.
1: Well, you could probably listen for a year at this point and oh, yeah. remain spoiler free because we're so far. I mean, we're almost entirely through with Feast and, like, these books are phone book size, so.
0: Yeah, I definitely wouldn't go listen to, like, the latest uh, Feast of Crows
1: or whatever. <laughs> uh that would a da- be kind. a dance with uh, a actually, dance with you actually got that right i thought you, i did yeah, okay I good you Said dance of crows or feast for dragons
0: feast of dragons yep uh sure i i think it sounds really cool so audible podcast.com slash got now we're gonna cross the pond we're going over to no no we're not gonna cross the pond yet sorry liar the, the dorn the dornish
1: oh that's right you thought dorn until, I did. until like this <laughs> until afternoon you thought two minutes dorn ago. was across the narrow sea I did. It's, it's no, it's like uh, the Florida of uh, Westeros. Okay,
0: cool. Um, Florida of Westeros is going to be pissed that the king's brother is dead, right?
1: Or that they're. Oh, oh so you think that they might be annoyed that their plan for vengeance on the Lannisters backfired and ended yes, up getting do, their prince <laughs> killed? Very much. All right, okay. I think they're now, going to be out for blood. One thing that you season. might not notice, but was actually made clear in previous seasons. Is Are you that, calling me a dumbass? <laughs> no, no. I just want to make sure everybody catches this. Cause this is a potentially important plot point that I don't know that, uh, they hit on all, all, all that well, but they sent, okay. uh, Tommen's sister, Mercella over the Dorn as kind of like a yes. hostage, mm-hmm. uh, to win some kind of political alliance, uh, during the war of the five Kings.
0: Yeah, I remember talking about that in the last season.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is e, Dorne is kind of dangerous cuz they have a royal hostage that, you know, if 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 Cersei cares about one thing in this world, you know, like Family. Tyrion says, you got good cheekbones and you love your kids. Those are the two <laughs> things that that recommend you to the world. She loves her children. Yeah. Uh she's not always the most rational about protecting them. Certainly. Dorne doesn't seem like the type of people to be fucked with.
0: No, not at all.
1: Uh I think they are
0: I don't know. I'm judging this solely on Oberyn. I would guess that they are a a I don't know a country a a kingdom mm-hmm. of badass spear wielding uh, super villains.
1: Mildly interesting.
0: So I'm I'm definitely looking more looking forward to seeing more of the Dornish people. Me too. Uh, Dorn seems cool. I hope they all have not all of them, obviously, all of them can have a similar flair to Oberyn. I think he was, you know, he's a prince, he's gonna do what he's gonna do, and he had a certain personality. Uh, but something along those lines, mm-hmm. I want to see a similar flavor, a similar tone from the rest of the Dornish.
1: I also really like because I saw a 30 minute making of in this season that came out like six weeks ago on on HBO. And they showed extensive sets from Dorne and hmm. what the, the exact vibe they're trying to go for. And I think it's beautiful. One of my favorite parts about the show is that all the regions have a distinct kind of culture and architecture and a way of dress. Like even, you know, the high garden people dress kind of like sluts. Uh, <laughs> or, or at least that's what Marjorie's excuse has been that, you know, that they... they, they sure. They, it's warmer down there and they like to wear less clothes. Yeah. And, you know, Dornish people seem to be much more passionate. I think it's probably... It seems like it's m- modeled on Spain in particular, okay, All right. um, like especially the Moorish regions of it, closer to mm. the Mediterranean. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I'm, I'm kind of excited to see more of Dorne too. Dorne yeah, is the one, it, you know, the one uh, uh, kingdom that didn't get conquered by Aegon uh, and his big badass dragons. So that's, sure. that sure means something. They fought him off, as a matter of fact, right? Fought like with, with guerrilla th- tactics. Uh, got brought into fold by a marriage alliance, if I recall correctly.
0: Hmm. Okay. Uh, now, let's go across the pond here to, uh, let's start with Jorah, because he's the easiest to talk about. He's in the wind. He got found out as being a spy um,
1: for Robert Baratheon. I uh, will never hear of him again. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that is not Game of Thrones. It's not the show I know. He's going to show up at the wall, uh, fight Jon for his
0: sword back. What I'm, What I'm not totally sure of, although I have a guess, I think he's coming back to try to prove his worth, not for any kind of revenge or anything like that. I think when he does come back, it will be to try to redeem himself. What,
1: how, how do you see, do you have any ideas of how that might happen? I really don't.
0: Uh, no, because I don't know what he can do. I mean, the only things we've seen from Essos at this point are kind of in the domain of Daenerys. Right. I mean she basically owns half of that that landmass as far as I can tell.
1: She definitely owns a lot of important trading centers. Now there were talks about rebellions, I believe, in some of the cities that she left behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there I mean essentially I Jora I mean I I kind of want to hear what you think or what your hopes and fears are for Danny. Because uh, I think you're I representative think, of of a lot of show viewers in this respect.
0: I think Danny's having a hard time Figuring out how to lead these people. Now that now that she's got them under her wings, she's having a hard
1: time f- figuring out how to be just, how to be fair, but also how to be strong. Because she's got that Targaryen blood that wants to win everything with fire and blood, she and got dragon scream blood. about where my. Dra- I watched a lot of season yeah. two this weekend because that was the part of, there on the marathon, and uh-huh. forgot how much of her season two plot was just standing around screaming about her dragons. <laughs> um so do you see that's still a problem do you see the marine plot as essentially being training wheels for westeros yeah basically like a crucible for a personal crucible for her
0: i mean i fully believe i think i've said this on the podcast before that daenerys is going to be the one to take the throne eventually mm. um she seems to be in I, her and stannis seem to be in the the
1: most conducive positions to taking the throne uh why do you say stannis because he got his ass kicked and fled up to North beyond the wall at this point. Yeah.
0: But if he teams up with Mance Raider and the wildlings, he's got a fucking massive army. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Uh, so let's go to Danny. Um, how, what, what's your personal feeling about? Um, I mean, what's your personal interest level with her and Marine? It's significant. Okay. Uh,
0: and, and I don't know if I felt this way last season, like at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. Um, she was kind of just doing the same thing over again, but this time we actually saw some of the the consequences and the aftermath of
1: that. It wasn't just she goes in, liberates, and everybody's happy. I mean, the interesting thing about this is that she's got, uh, thanks to Dario Nyquilis, she's got ships. I think like 100 ships were captured, they mentioned last year. Something she's like that. She's got the army. Yeah. She's got the dragon. Well, she doesn't got she the dragon. No, the dragons I mean, are
0: the, Dr- the real dragos, wild card. or whatever his name is, uh-huh, Drogon, uh-huh. which is the least inventive name for a dragon I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, is kind of out on his own doing like burning up the countryside, killing goats
1: and children, and pretty much. And the other two are the other chained two are in the, 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 the pits below. So, yeah.
0: so he, Drogon, is a wild card.
1: Hmm. Like, I, I don't even know how she controls him at this point. Can anyone control? I mean, that's the thing uh, about. I'm not sure if she Danny can't. Being no can. a single mother, not really knowing, she's essentially a she's essentially a teen mom. Ex- of, yes. the, of the <laughs> MTV era of Westeros uh, and uh, Drogon uh, might have some uh, emotional difficulties. Mm-hmm. Uh, some some uh, a th- a respect for authority issues. I think so, and
0: and if she can't control him, I don't think anyone can. Uh, being the mother of dragons seems to put you in the best position to control dragons. Mm-hmm uh so it could be bad news over there okay could be bad news i i mean i've seen you know previews that look like marine could fall somehow and some kind of rebellion like we talked about uh, yeah. with that statue coming down off the top of the pyramid right uh that could also be a symbolic gesture i don't know yeah um so- like here Tophlin. look at yeah look at the visage of your
1: oppressors we're gonna pull it down sure uh danny's all about breaker of chains too not just mother of dragon with her and wheels she wants to break it all
0: (laughs) fuck (laughs) wheels fuck
1: chains fuck any simple (laughs) inclined planes bring them out we're breaking them (laughs) what is that a screw (laughs) what's that a wedge get it out of here no simple machines in my kingdom exactly (laughs) (laughs) don't even think about making a fulcrum
2: (laughs) fuck you uh
0: yeah so i'm i'm still interested in what's happening over there and i think it She's not going, it's not going to be smooth sailing by any means. And especially if, if Jorah comes back vindictive in some sort of way, it could be even worse. Mm -hmm. Although I don't, I don't see that happening. Right. He's, he's too head over heels for her to be offended that she cast him out over something that she kind of should have cast him out for, you know? Sure. He's got to be a little understanding. I don't know. That's, that's about it. As far as the characters, surprisingly, in Game of Thrones. Although, I mean, it's not. We've got Roose Bolton and yep. Ramsay, who are I, now
1: leaders of the North. And also, like, their relationship as, as father and son is sure. super interesting to me. Because I don't... How much of Ramsay's uh, stuff is sanctioned by Roose? I mean, because, you know, the Boltons are all skin flayers, right? They're They're kind of seen as the crazy extreme northerners which you know keep in mind that the, the almost all of westeros sees the north are kind of crazy anyway and they're like the crazy crazy yeah what yeah. do you I, i'm very interested in seeing what their dynamic is like it changed drastically
0: uh at the end of last season because when Roose comes in and he wants to kind of see what ramsey has been up yeah, to he, there yeah. he's very doubting of mm-hmm. this whole plan and then when it turns out to work mm-hmm. and he takes mo kalen uh due to you know reek um, right. being created he makes him a part of the family gives him official. The
1: everything the light touches simba beach
0: yeah. yeah pretty much 700 miles that way 100 miles yeah, that it, way that's a great
1: scene too that's where they're on location shit really pays off
0: absolutely uh so i think i think their relationship has changed in a good way um they're there's a lot more trust there than there was before uh, now, I don't know if he's going to continue to earn and deserve that trust. I could see Ramsay being as fucked up as he is doing something that is just as crazy as Reek and doesn't work, mm-hmm. and Roose gets pissed.
1: Uh, but I, I don't know. What do you think about Jon Snow? He's the other one we haven't really talked about. We talked about Stannis and, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Jon Snow is, you know, the milk toast child of the, the Stark family. <laughs> well, he's uh, a bastard. Well, okay, so he's slightly behind Sansa in that regard. Um, he's done a lot more than Sansa at this point uh, He's no Rob Stark Although he's turning into one I feel like uh, He's he's become a leader up at the Wall Even though he was faced with uh, What's his name Alistair Alistair yeah, Thorne Alcer, yeah. and Being the, a total asshole and not wanting to do anything
1: And the, the guy, the, his name escapes me Who used to be the captain of the Gold Cloaks His, his lick spittle Toady friend
0: Yeah yeah, that guy. His yes man. Uh, I, I don't know his name. Anyway, he he has earned a lot of respect up there. And I think if Alistair, in fact, lives beyond that battle, which I'm still not sure of, uh, he's going to get a lot more respect. Yeah. I, well, I mean, he's going to... That's,
1: that's my guess. I mean, there's... So it's Janos Slint. That's who I was thinking of. Okay. Um... There's respect, so he's, it seems like he's got respect of a certain a number of the actual men of the Night's Watch, yes. but the a lot of the leadership seem to be very skeptical, uh, and what do you think, what do you think um, Stannis Demanis thinks of him? I don't know. I mean, having a king come in and save your ass... When you're supposed to be a very neutral, you're supposed to be the Switzerland of West. You're supposed to not take a part in any of the affairs of kings and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. that, I think that's super interesting too. Plus, hmm, you've got okay. a lot of a lot of meddlers up there. You got the uh, Stannis's queen who's crazy.
2: Ugh, you Melisandre.
1: got Melisandre who is also crazy and and, uh-huh. uh, and and working for very mysterious ends with mysterious arcane powers. I, I think
0: very dangerous. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I I still. I don't even know. Does
1: she actually do magic? Like, can she do what you, you would saw? A shadow magic? got shit out of her vagina, man. That is, I did, magical. but she's got
0: potions, dude. The po- you put some potions up there. Who knows what happens? <laughs> uh, that's not a Summer's
1: Eve product, as far as I can tell. The shadow baby that leaves you fresh and clean. You've never seen that on the shelves. No, no. Nope. That's there's no sha- there's no Shadows Eve douche that you can.
0: No, she's probably magical. Uh, most likely I just, I just don't know how Do you, far her magic extends how powerful well is. let
1: me ask you this are you a believer in the leech you know uh Stannis used royal blood, the blood to burn those leeches and then presto change you. I'm pretty sure Rob's dead all of them except for uh the Greyjoy uh the the Theon's dad Balin, I'm hmm. pretty sure all of them are dead at this point so is okay. that happenstance luck is that black uh I mean Summer's tra- Eve magic what is I chalk tra- I tra- I tra- that up to luck, but
0: certainly Stannis doesn't. Mm-hmm. He said as much, uh, and I think Davos
1: has kind of bought into it a little bit too. And Davos I, I saw there was a Davos saw some freaky deaky shit. Yeah, that's that can make. You, like if I saw, I mean, you know, I don't believe in magic, mm-hmm. but if I saw a shadow skeleton crawl out of a woman's vagina, I would probably open my mind a bit, or or sure. seek psychiatric uh, counseling. One, yeah, two.
0: or both. <laughs> uh. I don't both? know man I, I don't know she's she's another wild card I don't know what her motives are I don't know what her powers are she's she's kind of a mixture of Bran and uh, I kind of know the motives Raisins. of most other people like Bran and Varys I guess mm. like I don't know what she can do and I don't know why she would do it
2: mm.
1: All
0: right. So all I know is she has a vice grip on Stannis. Gotcha. That is not likely to break anytime soon. Uh,
1: what do you think about Rickon? Who the fuck is that? Rickon is the youngest start child. Is he still alive? He last went off with uh, Osha. Who the fuck is that? Osha is, uh, well, I'd say Nymphadora Tonks, except you've never seen fucking Harry Potter. Uh, she's the mm. wildling girl. That, okay. uh, that, that uh the 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 kind of got attached to Stark camp and uh, she was with uh Hodor and Bran and, and then Jojen. they 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 split and she was going to take him off I think to the Starks or maybe to the um uh shit I don't remember any of this but this wasn't last season was yeah, it Yeah 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 I think so Think so? Maybe it was a season before. I've kind of lost track. It's got to be season three. I don't remember anything about this. The great, the 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 Umbers. I think he dispatched her to the the Umbers, the Great Johns. You know, the huh. guy who got his fingers bit off by. Sure. Yeah. Um. All right. I think that's. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know anything about that. Sorry. Any theories <laughs> about uh, what him kicking around. um
0: Yeah, I think I think that's about it. Right. Um. I. I don't know. I feel like John Snow and mance raider and Stannis all have to go south. Because that's what Mance wants to do, and Mance has a massive army, and I think Stannis would want to put that to
1: use. So you think the it's a done deal, Northern? Not completely. The Wildlings um, and the Night's Watch and the Stannis men.
0: I think it's going to take some negotiation, but I think that's where it's going. Hmm. Uh, I I can't. Like all Mance wants is to
1: get south of the wall, right? Yes, be protected from but all Stannis wants coming. is for everyone to kneel before him. <laughs> that's, the, that's the central okay. crux of this, is all that right. Mance has made his bones like, uh, we're not kneelers, that's our identity. Yes. So how do you how do you get that kind of political compromise? Jon Snow. Especially since... Jon Snow barters that peace. Yeah, but Stannis thinks he's a fucking god. Or I don't know if he does think that, but hmm. certainly a lot of his men do. They, they think he's got I've the Lord's blessing. i never got that impression. Well, they think he's the chosen one. He's the Ahora High or whatever Azora High, the the Lord of the Light. Okay, And he's got that. Their the the Lord of Lights blessing. I mean, there's you can never with religion in the mix. You can never, you know, I don't know if you see saw the Scientology True. doctrine, but shit can get crazy when you put religion in the mix.
0: Yeah, you can have people believing in Xenu.
1: Yep, yep. Who knew? Uh, all right, that's it. See, what they need to do is convert the the Iron Bank of Bravos to uh, Stanology. And okay. then you know, get, give uh, for fifty thousand iron pieces or, for, or gold dragons, they can get an auditing with Melisandre.
0: <laughs> there you go. And she'll give it. I mean, the Lannisters should just start that up, right? <laughs> Pay back their debt. You know, yeah. raise money from the the peasants. And
1: yeah, I thought that was that's another thing that this show dropped on is that the Lannisters are effectively broke. Yes, and no one knows very much in
0: debt, and now they don't have anybody who. The t- <laughs> Good God. Tywin's gone. Tyrion's gone. The people holding this empire, this kingdom together, are mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. The Lannisters
1: are in serious trouble.
0: Yeah, both financially Westeros.
1: and uh, militarily. Poor Westeros can't catch a break. Because say what you will, Tywin on the Iron Throne, the trains would run on time. Yeah. The crops would be harvested. And also, the other thing is winter's fucking coming. And this this whole wait what this, what's this winter you speak this of? This whole country is been sacked by war. They made a big point last year of not people people not having time to get their crops in. The Martells having time to plant the last crops. Uh, the, the Martels are the the, the breadbasket th- of Westeros. Yeah, sure. how are they doing? Well, I don't
0: know at this point because I think they that know, was the whole point of joining Marjorie been- with. With Joffrey, right? If you
1: believe the, 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 you know, Lady Olenna, the Queen of uh, Thorns, not a huge Lannister fan. Sure. Uh, And they're also an ambitious, power hungry family, too. And this is a power vacuum. And uh, their daughter has the king by the balls, as you say. Yeah. The future king. Lots, I don't know. That's the, what, that's what Westeros does. So that's what Game of Thrones does so well. It's essentially House of Cards with dragons and shadow babies.
0: Sure, I can do without,
1: do with less shadow. Or, as, or as we'd say, season four of House of Cards. <laughs> All right, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. If you uh, have some feedback on our previews, uh, you can send it in at Game of Thrones at baldmove.com. We might do a, maybe if we get more feedback as a result of this, we might do a non, another non spoiler follow up in the spoiler preview next week, I could see us doing 15, 20 minutes of that. So it's okay. not too late. Game of Thrones at dot com. We have a new forum this year, which will be a lot nicer than the, the Facebook threads. We were trying to rock last year. Cause there was just, I had to fucking delete shit all the time. Uh, well-meaning people putting book spoilers and whatnot. If you want to be protected from that, go to our forums because I'm going to have a non-spoiler and spoiler thread for each episode. Okay um so you can go in there and be spoiler f- uh free there's spoiler tags there's a lot more protections in place on forums.baldmove.com and uh you can follow our release schedule on facebook.com slash bald move and on twitter at bald move really looking forward to this season yeah I, I feel
0: like at this point i have my head around the game of thrones universe to a degree that makes me really enjoy it uh i'm and nervous I can see some of the wheels turning sure before they turn unlike previous seasons where i was just there for the ride gripping the side of the thing hoping i didn't fall off
1: right no i'm 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 nervous i've got a nervous energy about this season that i haven't had uh since probably the first season like you know this is the first time they're going kind of off the map they're making big changes they've they they had a, just a barest glimmer of stuff that us book readers had no idea about when they went way up north and we saw the birth of a <laughs> other, we think. Uh-huh. um Uh-huh. You know, and if I get 20% more of that, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, yeah. i pretty excited to see. And I don't know. They went a lot further in last season. Like, I don't know how much they're going, like, well, what, what episode are they going to get completely off of Dance with Dragons? Or is it going to be where... Some of them go all the way dance to the end of the season. You got some threads that start making up stuff. I, I'm very curious and leery about how people <laughs> are going to respond. Um, you know, there's a really some awesome fan friendly moments coming up if they go by the books. Okay. But also like these last few seasons seem to be just getting more and more intense and dramatic and awesome. And like last season, we talked about like we had a finale every three weeks. Yeah. I don't know about this season if they're going to be able to keep that momentum going. Okay. Yeah, I'm
0: sure. I'm sure that's exciting. For and you will not will the exactly. six million
1: people watching and eighteen million people pirating, uh, you know, how will they react to to a change in pace? Yeah. Or will the double Ds just be like, "Fuck it, we're going to go full throttle into the new stuff." I, I'm Could very be. curious. Very curious.
0: All right. Thanks for for listening. We'll be back next week with a potentially non spoilery and definitely spoilery section. Yep. Uh, leading up to Game of Thrones in two weeks. Yeah. Until then, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron Zia.